and 103, preseason game, scrimmage, whatever we want to call it. But uh, this definitely resembled actual basketball, closer to <laughs> Celtics basketball uh, over the last game, which was really rough. Let's uh, welcome in Nick Gelso, CLNS Media founder and podcast guru, uh, Bobby Manning, Celtics blog, CLNS, and Clevis Murray, also from The Athletic, covering the Boston Celtics. And let's go around the horn. Uh, just initial thoughts. We'll get into a lot of good individual performances as well. But guys, first impressions here. Clevis, we'll start with you. Yeah, I think this is the Celtics team that we saw before the season uh, was postponed. They took care of the Suns early. You, you want to take care of these inferior teams quickly. And they did that. I thought it was like I was watching the Celtics at midseason break in, in, uh, in February. They, they, they did what they were supposed to do and they took care of business. Yeah. Nick? Yeah, I agree with Clevis. And good to see Gordon... Jalen, Jason, all stepping up. Kemba looked decent, but even better that he was not, you know, overwhelmingly dominant for the Celtics to have to, you know, put this Suns team away. And uh, that gives good hope for if there is load management for Kemba down the line. Bobby, first impressions go off the board. Give me something goofy. <laughs> How about the bench? Uh, we, we talked a ton about the bench the other day, and here it wasn't as big of a problem. And, and you see what just putting Smart on the lower level of the rotation mm. and having him in there with Cantor, who frankly stunk early in this game but made up a little bit of that later. You've been really hating him. You've been yeah. really, really well, rough he, on him. All right, so here's the thing. We get into a playoff game, and he has one of those rotations where everything's just out of order because he's out of place. I mean, you could lose a playoff game because of four or five bad minutes from him. So that's something Brad has oh, wow. to think about. You said that earlier. Yeah. He managed that well during the regular season. A yep. day like today, I mean, you know, Nick, they mopped them up in the second half, Real but they quick. were losing for a lot of this. Real quick, are Nick, are you d drinking milk out of like a 1950s? Like <laughs> no, a, I thought it was like a 1950s jug that the, that the milkman left on your front porch. Um, milk. I, yeah, let's let's spin the wheel. We could go anywhere. Nick mentioned it. There's good individual performances anywhere. Kemba, Jalen, Jason, Gordon. Where do you guys want to start? It's Jalen, man. It's got to be Jalen. Right. So again, to second straight game. He looked like he's playing a different – I mean, again, we've had Jalen overreactions over the years and people really want – but, I mean, he looks like he's playing a different sport right now or at least he's just, uh, you know, well into the, the restart yeah. here. Tatum had the, the all-star uh, – selection of the all-star game that seemed to, you know, vault his confidence. Well, Brown has had the contract extension, and that is pressure off his back, and he got that, that great contract, and since then – he has played consistently great basketball. I said this uh, the other day, and it might sound a little overreactionary because of what we saw from Tatum in February, March, but Brown, like, can you frankly rule him out having the better career than Tatum at this yes, point? Yes. 100%. No, I mean, he was right maybe, there with, maybe not. with yeah. Tatum for much of the season. I mean, we go off February, we go off March. That's when Tatum reached superstar status. But on the whole, Brown's been there with him for most of his career. And on any given night, he can be better as he was today. I personally think, Bobby, that comes down to if Jalen Brown ever becomes a true lockdown defender, uh, mm -hmm. then that raises his level. And we saw glimpses that earlier in the year, too. You see glimpses. it, but he still comes off his feet a little. He falls mm -hmm. for the ball fake. He's a little bit, you know, he's he's a little too aggressive on defense sometimes. And there's also spells where he looks like he's giving 80 to 90%, not all of it. But if he becomes an on-the-ball stopper in addition to what he is offensively, I think yes. But right now, 
Right now, Tatum is just as good a defender, at least at a team defender, yeah. uh, as Jalen is. And the offensive game, obviously, it really comes down to buckets, I think. Tatum's the guy where when you you needed that, where you need a bucket when everything else is going 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 to hell, and he's been that guy. I don't know if Jalen's that guy yet. Yeah, it, right. Brown fits that two-three role on the team more than ever. He'll be a right. one guy, but you know he can be the most impactful guy on the floor right. from that spot some nights. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you see, you know, someone like say who to me is the clear number one, but I don't forget Jalen beat him four three in their best of seven one on one series. So it shows you that. They are close with Tatum. Just That's what I was thinking of, yeah. 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 Well, let's get into Tatum. Obviously, we had game one a little bit of trepidation, though most you know level-headed people were saying, okay, uh, he's uh, you know he's uh, just slow to get into it, and shooters got to shoot his nick, as you said in the halftime. He shot. He took seventeen field goal attempts today, and it took a little while because he started ice cold, and then you saw it. Got into that rhythm, had his you know patented step back threes, uh, was taking it to the hole, and uh, just definitely looked like something kind of clicked over a little bit there. Confidence, shoot or shoot, that's why they do it. You have the confidence to keep shooting, but when the ball drops, takes you to a whole nother level. And I think someone mentioned it in halftime. I do believe he has gotten a little bit stronger. <laughs> or maybe that's just the chest puffed out because of the confidence. It's like us, it's, right? <laughs> that's me, man. That's We're called ready. the quarantine 15 that's hitting me, baby. Not confidence. 15, right. Are, are you guys yeah, a little surprised at how <laughs> – frankly, I think we were concerned about some guys coming into this a little out of shape, not getting enough running in. It seems like it's been the opposite. Like, guys are coming into this, like, stronger, more chiseled, and in better shape than ever before. I thought Romeo Langford in that second half, too, looked like he put on some pounds of muscle. Yeah, I I was never worried about the conditioning, guys. I just felt like these guys all have access to a gym, especially once you you see around May and June when the NBA was like, we're coming back. Like, these guys know, all right, now it's time to get back in shape because now it's a condensed season. So it shows who takes their craft serious and who doesn't. And for the most part, it seems like a lot of guys do take it serious because a lot of them have gained a lot of muscle. Yeah, and and Jalen said it after last game that there's a long way to go to get in shape. But I think that's how you're going to feel in that first game. You definitely did see a jump up today where – yeah, it's that you don't know you're in a fight until you're in a fight, you know, and, and 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 you could tell this game was definitely closer to you know what you what you would expect to see. Also, a big difference between being in shape and being in game shape, and that's going to be a work in progress. Like John said, you saw it. step two in that progression today. It's only going to continue. Yeah, and let's 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 get to it. We had Marcus had Marcus had himself a good game running with that second unit, but obviously uh, Kemba coming in. Again, you saw some things. He played only nine minutes, I think. Is that the final tally? Uh, two of six, uh, field goal, six points. But he had a little wiggle and a little shake to him. He looked, and we talked again about this at halftime, a tad, that he doesn't look like an injured person right now. You know, I, they were cautious with his minutes, but he was moving, I thought, I thought pretty well. Maybe it is uh, the reverse. Maybe we usually think, oh, now here we go. What propaganda are they fishing us about injuries? But maybe it's true. Maybe yeah, he just does need um, more rest and be cautious. Yeah, after, after KG in 2009, I'll never Ooh. believe. I'll never Me believe. either. I don't know I'll if I believe. I can't. I can't. 
See, see what this what this game shows for me from him is just the power of him being out there. It gave Tatum more space. It gave Brown more oh. space. You can get guy uh, smart gets to lead that second unit. He doesn't have to be with the starters as much. All that stuff matters. Every uh, impact of him being out there just funnels right. down. Uh, I didn't think he was that impactful outside of that early bucket, and he didn't have to do a ton. But just him being out there draws the coverage and opens up Absolutely. other guys. Yeah, great point. Yeah, for sure. I think it was just him just getting his win back. Like, again, he hasn't played in four months. Um, but as I mentioned in the halftime show, I'm more concerned about the knee because, again, four, you've had four months off and it's still an issue. Right. Even though he came back tonight, I still, that's, I still think that's going to be a nagging issue what's, for the remainder of the season. Yeah, what's more of an issue is that there's not much of a break between the end, depending on when they, when they, where, how far they go. But, you know, when the, the season ends and when the next season picks up. So if Kemba does need surgery, that is concerning. Not only that, but he did he did rule it out. He did rule out. They did rule it out. Well, we've heard that before too. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens because you know Keith said this on our Celtics Beat podcast. He was one of the earliest to sound this off. Uh, As usual, they're going to play eight games in fifteen days. I think once that mm-hmm. regular season gets started, can oh, he keep up oh. with that? Can he keep up with that? We'll see. Right. Uh, can anyone? Uh, Want to mention as well? Uh, you know, Gordon. He gets lost in this a lot, but I mean, oh, he he's was very great. much. He's mm-hmm. very much, I, I wouldn't say X factor at this point, but it, assuming full health of Kemba, Jalen, and Jason playing close to their levels that they were playing prior to the uh, the, the, the the stoppage, it really comes down to Gordon. If you get good Gordon consistently, this team is a tough out, and this mm-hmm. team is finals it, it is mm-hmm. not not a favorite but yeah they're there in it's in In the the conversation it really it really does come down to whether or not gordon is good gordon efficient gordon guy you can run the offense through who's basically like a version of what you saw today so today was good gordon it was really good really both games but i thought he was he was really excellent today yeah i would agree i think that uh the other you mentioned good gordon but i i think it, it it is hinging on Gordon, but also hinging on Kemba to take a little pressure off Gordon, because I'd rather Gordon be the icing on the cake than one of the ingredients in the cake that's necessary. If he doesn't have that pressure on him, he is he is dynamite. But when he has to be the guy because Kemba's out, I get a little bit worried because the consistency of him showing up night in and night out hasn't always been there. We haven't seen enough of him, really. I was, I was listening to a national podcast the other day, and, you know, he gets a lot of crap in these Celtic circles in the world we're in for when he underperforms all that. But there was this national guy saying he could be a key for this team, the way yeah. he can go out there and he get is. his own shot, man the ball. Today was an example, I think, of how he could win a playoff game for them, making plays on the ball and getting a shot inside, middle, out. He's frankly the most reliable guy from all three levels on the team. And when you have to throw it to one guy in a postseason game, maybe it won't be him. Him, but he gives you a great option if it has to be. And you got you have to guard him. As yeah. long as you have to guard him, he makes a difference. I mean, think of the difference between him out on the wing there versus a Jay Crowder. Like you never knew what you were uh, gonna get on the kick out from him. Why, why does he do this? And I and I love them. I, I love them, but Hayward's just so much more reliable. You see him open, you know he's gonna hit it. Yeah, no, I, I agree with Bobby 100%. I mean, Gordon, like, imagine Gordon Hayward is your third or fourth option. That's something that a lot of teams will wish for. Yeah. And, again, we, we you know, this is third year in Boston. Again, he's he's finally healthy, right? We're seeing these these slow progressions. He's dunking. He's cutting. He's doing all these things that he that he did in Utah, and now he's doing it when it matters most in a condensed season. So I think Gordon will be fine. I'm not too worried about him. I think he'll be just fine. I yeah, like when he's a forgotten man. 
on the on the downside, and this is Brad Stevens talking to reporters right now in Orlando, uh, was not at all happy with the transition defense. Uh, he said a couple times it looked like they were staring instead of running. And Brad's quote is, "If we play like that against Milwaukee, they could set records." So <laughs> he's right. He's yeah, right. That's part of the game conditioning, right? Though I mean, part of getting back communicating is part of getting in game shape. Because the Celtics play good transition to normally. Yeah. I, I think Brad was soft. I think we were a little soft, too, even at how bad they were against the Thunder. Defensively, especially, he's so right. If they're not themselves defensively, they're going nowhere. They're out in the first round here. And that, that's a distinct possibility if they don't play that level of defense that they can. And even here, it wasn't great. It was a step above the Thunder. But especially, you know, I said, John, I'm going to keep hitting them. When Cantor gets into know, that second I know, rotation. I know, I know. Like it, everybody's on a string the way they nobody's play defense, perfect, and he's Bobby, up there on an island again. No, Romeo Langford, perfect. John. Romeo Langford is perfect to Bobby. <laughs> I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you this. There's a little bit more from Brad, and I'll and I'll, and I'll fire it off. He says he's actually uh, saying things. Brad is saying <laughs> no. Brad on Romeo is saying that he will he, he will be in the mix for minutes. Yeah. He was happy with his performance again today, and he did say that he right now what he likes most about him is he's got a feel for the game. That's what Brad believes. Do you guys it, see that? I do, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's got to be one. We talked about this uh, after the last game. It's got to be him or Semi, right, for that fourth You uh, want it to be Langford. You want it. You want it because of the possibility of what he could bring if he's remotely close. And you would be totally fine. You could punt on 70 games of waiting to get it. If in the playoffs, all of a sudden, he was a guy who could come in, give you six, seven points off the bench per game, be a little bit of a spark, help carry, not carry, but help a second unit actually not go into long droughts because he can score on his own or create his own offense. You desperately want to see that. Mm -hmm. He's the only guy on the bench that possibly could do that. You're not getting it out of Grant, who again, I, I don't know if he's being phased out based on what you're seeing in the rotation. He played some minutes today, but again, you don't want to see him playing meaningful minutes in the playoffs either. And Shemmy's going to give you what he's going to give you. So, Shemmy should be, uh, you know, fouls. He should go ahead and be able to smack people <laughs> around a little bit and be tough. Barbara really? Jones. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, listen, you, you don't have a deep bench. You have a deep starting five. That's what the Celtics That's have. That's so true, and Nick. Yeah. Bobby, yeah. let me tell you something. Wait for the day that Cantor doesn't really doesn't show up or, God forbid, gets injured. You're going to be wishing you weren't bitching at him. Well, here's the thing about him. I mean, he gives you the bench points like John talked about. He's like the opposite of everybody else on the bench. They can all play defense. They can all do the little things, but they can't put the ball ball in the net. Cantor goes out there and it's 10 to 15 points easy, but you lose it on the other end too. Like he's almost a net neutral every single game. Well, you know, but he is – I think he – I love watching a guy work on the boards like he does, though. No, you know, I love he, watching him. He, he's a breath of fresh air. He's I love just that. Like, Sometimes he's just what he's you need. He's a When it's bad, Bobby, it's so bad. And, bad and, yeah. and, and And he plays himself off the floor. But when he does, yeah. when he does what he does, it really is sometimes exactly what the game needs. <laughs> Take the good yeah. with the bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. But uh, all in all, again, a, a pretty good uh, – Pretty good second effort. We'll see how they go. I think it's Houston coming up next, so that yep, should be Tuesday. good. Yep. Tuesday, we'll be back for that. Guys, closing thoughts before we wrap it up here? Uh, my closing thoughts are don't let me go on Twitter and see all the cliff jumping. I mean, today – and now today it'll be no cliff jumping. It'll be we're going to Disney, no pun intended, winning the championship. Let's keep it even. Remember this is exhibition. We don't do and that, And enjoy Nick. each game. We don't oh, do not, that. Not green teamers. They don't do that at all. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it again. They gave the Celtics the perfect three opponents for the scrimmages. All three of these teams had guys that can get to the rim, guys that can challenge them on the perimeter. Um, if it felt like Devin Booker only kills the Celtics, I looked it up mid-game because he only shoots 34% on pull-ups on the season. I put that to the Celtics, 75%. No, but wait a minute. Did you remove the 70-point uh, game? Because it doesn't No, no, matter. no. That's just the season. 75% okay. shooting. Oh, in general, right. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I was there that 70-point game. Yeah, for me, my close thoughts are just, you know, just take it easy with the Celtics. It's it's, it's a work in progress. Um, But, hey, everyone should be confident in the team. They're here for a reason. They're the four seed for a reason. But I will say real quick, Bobby mentioned they could lose in the first round. The Celtics don't want Philly in the first round. That's all I'm going to say. They don't want who? Philly. Oh, I would agree with that. But uh, I have one more closing thought, John. It's damn good to see Clevis. Yeah, yeah you, I'm glad I too. I can't tell you how I was out. I was not on this post game show until I found out Clevis was going to be here. No, it's great. I was glad he glad he answered the bell. One quick update: uh, uh, Kemba's talking now. He says he feels good after the game. Hopefully, we'll see. You, you never want to see uh, like a swelling situation the next day. So obviously, tomorrow, tomorrow, see how he feels. You hope that he's back out there on Tuesday. So we'll, we'll keep our, our fingers crossed there. Lastly, Clevis, you, know, you mentioned Philly, uh, Embiid goes out, speaking of injuries, goes out with a calf, uh, <laughs> whatever it is today. And he's day to day and they're, they're doing the downplay thing as well. But I mean, yeah. you, in Philly, you just can't have nice things, you know? Yeah. No, and I, I'm just going to quote Bobby Manning. Poor Al Horford. Yeah. Al was good today. <laughs> was he good today? Al was good, good. today. You know, I don't know he how. Somehow, he, went, he hit three straight threes. I didn't see how he finished up, but he was. I was watching a little. He was playing well. Somehow, in our comments on the channel, we always get killed for killing Al, but we have never killed Al. We have always been an Al network. Very fair to Al. I know, so but we have said best. we have said we would take Tice for the money over Al for the over Al for his money. You no, did. Someone I has mean, said that. I would, too, because would. he's younger. That's a whole other topic. It's just, it's just production versus it's salary. Production Tice, by the way, we didn't mention him. Very good today. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Very good. In two, yeah, yeah, moving. Yep, 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 he good. looks quick, too. You're talking about quick. guys who came back. He looks he also, you know, he's moving really I th- well. I think Tatum and uh, maybe even Kemba at some point said they owe him to some degree for the screens he's setting them this year and the season he's allowed them to have. And you saw yeah. that today. Like, he just knocks guys out of plays yeah. defensively. And it's amazing. It always gets me where, like, obviously he's playing center, but the dude's 6'8". I mean, he's Tatum's height, and he's out there, and he's battling, and he's setting screens, and he's doing his best. I mean, it's a couple tough couple tough matchups with Adams and then Aiton back-to-back. So, I mean, he's got, you know, he's he's going up against – Against some beef there in the middle. We're lucky to have them. And we have them <laughs> next year, too. It's a blessing. Yeah. And also, we got to pour one out. They played the Phoenix Suns. Speaking of big guys we missed, we got to pour one out for Aaron Baines. Wish him well. Um, down, got down, COVID, with, yeah. down with the COVID. So we're hoping Aaron Baines gets back because the world's, the world's a better place when Aaron, when Aaron Baines is around and doing what Aaron Baines does. And I'll say so. the same thing for Tommy Heinsohn, who's uh, suffering with yeah. some illness as well. I hope yeah. he gets better because I enjoy the game better when Tommy – Gives out points. Scout <laughs> was a riot today, though. Yes, Gorman. I didn't listen. <laughs> Magic City, that who Williams was. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I mean, I listen, I listen to that for Gorman, but uh, Scout's always good, so yeah. that's good, yeah. too. Uh, all right, guys, thanks again for joining. Uh, for everybody watching at home, we're going to be doing this after every game, so please tune in, all of our streaming platforms. Rotating slew of guests. I'm happy to have, again, Clevis Murray from The Athletic, Bobby Manning. <laughs> Uh, from Celtics blog and CLNS media, Nick Gelso, who's always ready to come in off the bench whenever we need it. 
He's ready. He's ready to, man. Ready to answer the bell. He's, get, he's, getting, he's getting Romeo minutes right now. I'm getting uh, Grant Williams minutes. That's what I'm getting. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and that's it. So we're going to wrap it up. Thanks a lot, guys. Later.